You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. This is Kevin. And we're here to confuse and bamboozle you again. Yeah, like we always do. Yeah. What is this, number 114, 113? Something like that. 114. We've lost count. (laughs) (laughs) We just put whatever number on the episode we feel like. Uh, It's also the rolling toe shoe. Yeah, somebody misspelled that. So it's the shoe we're doing now. I'm going to blame autocorrect. Okay. Blame autocorrect. I'm with you. Um, let's see. I went and did some training for a best one tire location over in Robinson, Illinois this week. Illinois. They're going to get mobile and have a good time with that. And Kevin has been doing mobile alignments now for what, two weeks? Two weeks now, yep. Two weeks. And you're doing what, an average of one a day? Well, I'm really, yeah. Something like that. Really only doing one a day. It's getting there, picking up. And, uh, you got your new truck all squared away. Yes, tooled up. Tool trays in it and everything squared away. Cool. Um, What else do we got new and exciting? New and exciting. Um, I don't know. Been a good month. Things seem to be picking up. Things are picking up a little bit. Yep. And tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, I will be on the Dave Nemo show for about a half hour answering questions. So we're hitting here and we're hitting there and doing some other things. Yeah. All right, folks. Well. We've got a few people listening. We have one question or comment. If that's the only one we get, this is going to be a very short show, or I'm yeah. going to do a lot of singing and telling dirty jokes. Yeah, we can discuss things that interest nobody. Right. But uh, If well. you have a question or comment, push one on your phone dial. That'll yep. put you up in the queue. Uh, if you push it twice, you'll be erased from the universe, but that's yeah. your problem. Not we don't mine. want to lose you all, so don't do that. Please. Well, we don't have very many listeners. We've got to keep them. <laughs> All right, so the first one is from the 402 area code. That's Nebraska. You got that one down. Yeah. You know that one for sure. But I've known that one since I've known area codes. Okay, all right. And <laughs> is he in Nebraska? Um, I bet he hopes not. Oh, come on. Nebraska's <laughs> not a place, bad place to be. It's a beautiful time of year, it's too. It's better than living in Dallas. Yeah. All right, let's, let's see if he's in Nebraska and what's going on. All right. Hello, Nebraska. Hello, this is Joe. No, I'm not in Nebraska, and I really don't want to be. I'm up here in South Dakota right now. <laughs> that's better than Nebraska? <laughs> I guess that's a well, part. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. I just don't want to be any farther north than Nebraska, and here I am, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. uh, I, just, I just bought a new TPMS unit from TST at the Louisville show. Okay. What is... The high on the high side. What is the temperature and pressure that I need to start being concerned about having to do something before something bad happens? Going down the road. Okay. Temperature can vary dramatically based on what the outside temperature is, whether you're the, in the sunlight. Yeah, and the speed you're driving at. Okay. So, as far as temperature goes. I worry more about when one tire is getting hot compared to the others. If they're all moving the same direction at roughly the same speed. Well, if one's getting low on air, the sidewall is going to flex more and it's going to build temperature. So that's a good clue to me that I got to pay attention to that tire. Okay. As far as pressure goes, the normal pressure increase in a tire from its cold sitting still to its operating pressure is 15 to 20 percent. So if you started at 120 pounds in your steer tires and you ran them up to temperature, I would expect them to gain almost 20 pounds of pressure. So they would be up around 140. That would be normal. But we have, there is no pressure there's no known warm pressure or hot pressure that uh, you have to be concerned about, is there? Well, I had a guy call me one time after he had bought gauges like these, and he was driving, and he called me up, and he says, Mike, guess how much pressure is in my steer tires right now? And I said, I can't guess. I'm going to guess 150. That sounds a little high to me. 
He says, well, there's 183 PSI in them. That's pretty high. I said, what are you? Yeah, I said, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm traveling at about 85, 90 miles an hour. The outside temperature is at 120 degrees. Yeah. West Texas. <laughs> He's driving in West Texas. He says, what should I do? I said, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so having said all well, of that, I, what what kind of temperatures and pressures are you seeing? Well, the defaults on the unit set by the salesman was at 158 for temperature, 132 for the high side. Coming down Cabbage and later on down Snoqualmie this last week, I was reaching at one point my front left steer got up to about 145 degrees and it was pushing 135 uh, pressure. And it was doing just what you said. There was the one tire that was creating a little bit higher than normal or higher than the other ones. So did that, what were the cold pressures in those tires? 110, all the way around. Okay. And when the one tire was at 140-something, what was the other front tire at? The temperature was like 127, something like that. And the pressure? Uh, let's see if I remember right. It was like 125, 126, okay. somewhere in there. Okay. So for some reason that left front tire was gaining more temperature and because of the increase in temperature, it was increasing the pressure in the tire. I'm guessing just throwing it out there. This is going downhill. Yeah. So it was the brake downhill, here. downhill and it was curvy. So the sun wasn't a factor. It was overcast now. So I yeah, wasn't getting was a differential the, from one side to the other. Right, but you're applying brakes, and the brakes are heating up. Okay, now wait, wait. We're jumping to something else inducing the heat. Kevin is saying if the brakes were heating up, that could be throwing heat into the rim, which would increase the pressure. And that's possible. But when you got okay. down onto level ground again, and you were out of this strenuous condition, what happened to the pressures in the two steer tires? It took forever for the one thirty. In fact, it got up to about one thirty-three on the on the gauge, and it was beeping at me until I shut it off. But it seemed to take forever to cool down. And when it cooled down, and, what pressure did it go to? Uh, one twenty-eight, one twenty-nine, one thirty, somewhere in that range. And the other front tire, what was it at? Same, same. One twenty-five consistently. Okay. And they both started okay. at one ten. Okay. Now. And again, I'm going to take you further ahead. Did you do anything to the pressure in that tire when you stopped that night? No. And the next morning when you fired up, did you pay attention to what pressure was in those two tires before they got hot? Yes. The left what, one was at 111 and the right one was at 110. Okay. okay, so the inflation wasn't the problem, but something was inducing more temperature into that left front tire. Right. Now, Kevin suggested perhaps it was the brakes heating up, throwing heat into it. That's a possibility. Well, I was also thinking, okay, if that side is carrying more load as you go down those curves, it could also be applying more heat via more action. Yeah, more load would cause it to generate more heat. And, and um, uh, Kevin, are you saying that he needs to go on a diet? <laughs> it was the driver's side, wasn't it? <laughs> How in the world does he know that? I'm on the keto plan as it is. <laughs> well, the suspicion comes from the fact that you have a driver in the truck and no passenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all my tools are on the right-hand side. It should balance Oh, out. there we go. Offsetting. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not so, worried about any of what I just heard. I, no, I'm okay, not excited so, about this either. And, and it's really interesting to see what reports are coming back from your temperature and pressure system. I believe the temperature and pressure system was working correctly. I believe the inflation in the tire cold in the morning was correct. But it's interesting to see that something different in the truck was inducing more temperature into that tire. Temperature and pressure. All right. So yep. what do you suggest that I set that upper limit alarm so that I'm not going crazy thinking something bad's about to happen? 150, 160. Right. If it starts to get what? up to that range, then something has happened. Yeah. And now, it's going we're talking to on, the pre 
on the pressure side or the temperature side? Pressure, yeah. I don't know about temperature, but I don't I, know nothing about temperature. I, I'm worried about pressures. Right. Okay, pressure. I should set it at say 150, and I'm I'm good. Sure. Yeah, you're safe yeah. at 150. Yeah, the 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 proof in the pudding is that guy that was driving across Texas and it had 180 some pounds in his tires when he got them hot. I mean, the tire will put up with that. Do you have any idea how much pressure it takes if I had a brand new rim, a brand new tire, and an unlimited amount of pressure to put in there? Do you have any idea what pressure it takes to get it to fail? No. 400 PSI. Seriously? Yes. At 400 PSI, the unsupported bell of the rim will collapse and the tire will come off. So if it's just straight pressure, that's how much it would take for it to fail. Right. Now, if a tire ran flat, ran low for a while, and then sidewall bent too much, and you damaged the sidewall belting, and then you reinflated it, you can get a zipper break in a tire at 50 PSI. Right. So a damaged tire can blow at any pressure. Right. But well-maintained tires with good good construction and proper inflations, they'll take a lot of pressure. So 150 doesn't scare me at all. No. And But uh, if, if it did reach 150 and the temperature was significantly high also, mm-hmm. that's an indication that something else is going on, that there's a lot more action on the tire than there is. Yeah, and that's be. why I'm curious where the heat came from. I have no way of chasing it down, but I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. Well, as far as well-maintained, uh, Chad in Kansas City did my alignment a little over a year ago. We've got 100 and about 180,000 on the tires in all six positions, and on the steers, I've still got nine thirty seconds left. That's nice. you're, you're doing great. You're doing great. Everything's fine. With no toe-in or toe-out problems on that, too, like you've talked about before, Kevin. So Right. All right. Well, Thanks, guys. You betcha. Keep that information coming back to us. We love it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Very good. Nebraska's happy in South Dakota. Now, why he would be happy in South Dakota, I don't know. But, <laughs> I don't know a whole lot of happy people in South Dakota. Uh, well, they have more millionaires per capita in the Dakotas than any other states in the Union. True. Because they all own land. Right. And, and much of the land has oil. And there ain't many people up there, so... There ain't that many, no. Right. If you didn't own land, you weren't there. You weren't there, <laughs> right. Or you were a tenant farmer. Okay, what do we got next? The 502 area code. You want to take a guess? I think that's Kentucky. You sure? I don't know. I'm not You're sure. right. Yeah. It is Kentucky. You got two in a row. This is a record night for this you. One here is, is, I know it's in the Louisville area. Louisville? Louisville. 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 Okay. Let's see if he's still in Louisville. Louisville. I don't think right. he is. Again, it's a nice time. Is the, has the Kentucky Derby It's a good place. place? I don't know. I don't I keep don't. track of that. I might stay there and uh, drink I don't, some I don't drink mint juice either. Hello, Hello, Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, you guys almost have it right. It's Louisville. The S is right Louisville. Louisville. Cool. All right. Louisville. <laughs> yeah, we enunciate. Um, no, the Kentucky Derby is in uh, 13 days because yesterday was Thunder over Louisville, which is the largest fireworks display in North America before Woo-hoo. an air show. Well, after an All air right. show, they have... They had everything. They had F-16s, F-15s. The UPS flew around their new 747s. Um, And I think next year the Thunderbirds are are scheduled to come. Awesome. Uh, I just just pressed one because I I like listening to you guys. It's hilarious. Uh, I'm all all for dirty jokes. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I I like dirty humor. I just, you know... uh, well, like uh, we, I was, I was coming through Boston the night before last, and my truck's open to seventy four, but uh, I, I typically keep it around sixty five, sixty seven. Uh-huh. And I jumped out in the hammer lane to pass around to go around a bunch of slow traffic because everybody was texting on their phone. Man, these, <laughs> there was a couple guys that got in front of me that lost their shit. Man, they got in front of me and slowed me down to fifty mile an hour and blocked me and all this other stuff. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I'm like. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, you some bitches and cut your dicks off if they pass legislation that's banned big trucks in the city. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that just can't figure it out, can they? Oh, man, and, and the best part is, like, when you get down in, like, Jersey, and then, like, yeah. on the turnpike, if you, if you really open the, like, I opened it up last time on the turnpike and ran 74. I uh-huh. had this guy this BMW get so mad when he, when I, when I passed him, he came, I merged over, he came out around me on the hammer lane, 
and dude, he stomped on it, and I know he was doing a buck thirty down the turnpike to get away from me. <laughs> well, you got to get you got to get past the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because God knows we're going to save two or three minutes by doing that. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I uh, and then I then uh, I parked for the night in Del because there's a good diner there. It's called Route 130 Diner. It's fantastic, yep. and they're very fast. Um, if you order your food, you have it within five or six minutes. So I nice. get back on the turnpike to head through Delaware, and it, right there after exit four, the drivers that are listening know where I'm talking about. There's a Vermont car. They were on vacation. They were driving slow, so I speed up to 70 to just get out and get around them. Well, here comes Numbnut in his brand-new Chevy SUV doing 90-mile-an-hour and goes off onto the shoulder to pass me in another car because he couldn't wait 29 seconds for me to pass another car. <laughs> Geniuses. That, I, Delaware I, is not a long yeah, enough yeah. state to pass like that. Well, here's the thing. If, if, uh, if there's a Schneider truck going down the road at 60 mile an hour, okay, and I've yeah. timed it before with a stopwatch, and I have a 65 mile an hour truck, from the time I get to the left-hand lane to the time I get a get around him and merge back over to the right-hand lane. How long do you think that would take, if you had to guess? Five miles an hour difference in speed. I'm going to guess two minutes. Uh, 47 seconds. Whoa. That, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. reasonable. All right. Now, I've, now if, uh, if, I am, if I, I've done it in this truck, this truck is 74, if I do 74 passing a Swift truck, which is 62, do you want to take a gander at that? Well, based on 40 seconds for the other one, it can't be more than 15 or 20 this way. No, it's actually 31 seconds. 31 mm-hmm. seconds, huh? That's mm-hmm. still not enough yeah. time to get excited about. No. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking about going out and buying a, a big thing of Huggies. And when they start yeah. acting like that around me, to throw my window down and throw one at their car. No, so no, no, no. That's not a good idea. <laughs> That's not a good idea. But, and, and it wouldn't it's a good thought, but it's not it's Why do you idea. want that in your truck? That's right. That's well, right. It's a good thought, I but told, a bad idea. <laughs> well, I told, my, uh, I told the last company I worked at, they had, uh, before I went to this guy, they had 63-mile-an-hour trucks, and uh, they, they had these things cut back. Or, I mean, if you went over a bridge, like, the, like if you went over one of the bridges that they built up to go over the to go over a river track. Right. You hit that. You did that at 63. The truck would fall down to 47 mile an hour. And every oh truck my goodness. did that because they had it all. Oh yeah, they had it cut back because their bean counter in the office convinced them they would save a half mile of a gallon. Well, their trucks got yeah. 5.4 miles of the gallon, and they had owner operators with Caterpillar 389 water kits that were doing seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's let's, right. let's use your heads there. Well, but and they're a bean counter. They're I, not a mechanic. Yeah, I know. But uh, I told him, I said, you know what we need to really do so people might not be as aggressive around trucks? He goes, what's that? I said, how about we put a big sign, a, a decal, on the left-hand door of the trailer that says, for your inconvenience and safety, this truck is limited to 63 mile an hour. Please be patient. Just as a kind of a jab yeah. at him. Right. Because we know we know the, we know the vast majority of people are never going to read that sign unless they're behind us. But it kind of it kind of has fun and it also gives them a little bit of an education. Yeah, Dan, at He's least like, take we, some we heat can't. off of the driver. Yeah, I was like, well, we can't do that. I'm like, uh, of course not. You spent two, of course not. Yeah, you spent two thousand dollars <laughs> in stickers for the trailer. What's another twenty bucks to my hurt? Right, uh-huh. right. <laughs> All righty, buddy. Well, my, you have my, you have a yes, a good day. I have a question, actually. Oh, you okay. do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to shoot the shit for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's all right. It's all right. We got time. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah. Like I said last week, uh, you guys, uh, I consider this the Mike and uh, Kevin comedy hour. So. Uh, that's us. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And you guys are hilarious, by the way. Um, all right, enough with the uh, the, the A plus awards for effort. Uh huh. <laughs> Could a will could a loose wheel bearing uh, cause any type of wobble on the front end, particularly on the driver's side? Yes. Yeah. But the um, interesting that you say a wobble. What kind of wobble? Um, just where the steering wheel moves back and 
uh, back and forth, probably a quarter of an inch or so each direction on certain Does it do it? Does it do it at a certain speed range? Um, it'll do it every now and then. If it's like really, really smooth pavement, like first pavement, it'll do it between 45 and 50. But on your typical concrete interstate, it does it right at about 60 miles an hour. Okay, yeah, I would be looking at a wheel bearing. If yeah. it's a little bit loose, it could cause that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, could be, and it could be causing this, a tell out issue because it's loose. Well, because it's loose, it's causing a tell out, right? right. Yeah, it, this the alignment on this truck sucks. I mean, it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, well, there you go. That that starts it. Yeah, if you get the bearing okay. done and then get the uh, toe set, you'll probably be a lot happier. Right. Yeah, they're not going to do that because they're getting ready to get rid of this truck. <laughs> but also, right. this is I'm just asking I'm just asking this for self education because I'm supposed to be getting a brand new uh, Cascadia, uh, sure. and as soon as I get it, I'm bringing it to you guys and have you all set it up uh-huh. uh, before before the airliner suspension screws everything up on the um, on the drivetrain. Mm-hmm. But um, nonetheless, uh, they just had brakes put on it. Uh, and they, they put the brakes, the shop that put them on her, I mean, they put them, like, super tight up against the drum. And if mm-hmm. I do soft okay. braking, like, not really hard braking, but, you know, just, okay, I'm coming up to a stoplight a half mile away, and it just turned red, and I just, you know, just normal braking, uh, there's a wobble out this, of the left front. That means, well, that means the brake drum is off-center. It's not properly mounted. Right. So and that will also cause a that will also cause a balance problem that could be what's coming in at sixty miles an hour. Right. Okay. That could be both problems right there. Just need to resend. There's it. a there's a video on our web on our Facebook page that shows exactly what we're talking about with the problems of an improperly mounted brake drum. Yeah. Okay. On the alignment's web page. Yes, yeah, so I came when I stopped tonight. I got my iPad. Yep. Does it does it support so, Apple? Yeah, go to the MD Alignment page on Facebook and scan down through a post. You'll see a post showing a wheel hub, and the video that's in there shows you what happens. Yeah, it's, yeah. If you if you can access Facebook on your iPad, then you can access the video. Okay, and my last question for you: Do y'all have a do y'all just for this issue? Do you guys have a shopping you like in South Carolina? In South Carolina, that, that would be able that's to fix. Name. Yeah, that could actually fix this. Um, somebody. It's on, I think that's the one shop that's on our list. You would have to go to our, our web page. I'll go to it right now and see if I can find anything. Yeah, there's, there's somebody, and I think it's... MD Alignment. You go to our mdalignment.com Facebook, or web page. Then you <laughs> tap the Shop Locator tab. Then you tap the South Carolina map, and there's nobody in South Carolina at all. Look up. Yeah, we'd, to we'd love to have somebody there, but we got nobody. Okay? Yeah, yeah the problem right, is getting well, somebody uh, that is... I... Go ahead. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to look for dirty jokes now if you all want to swing them. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, as soon as we can get to them. You have a good day, buddy. Right. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Thanks a lot for coming. Okay. All right. That took care of Kentucky. If we could push the button. There's there the, button. the button. Okay. Is. He had some real background noise there that was... Yeah, he's driving. Yeah, but he <laughs> must have been driving... He must have been driving with a window open. She's in warm weather. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> okay, we got a 218 area code. 218. Mm-hmm. It's close by. Is it Minnesota? It is. Ah. It is Minnesota. And I'm wondering if the ice is off the ponds up there. <laughs> it's not July. <laughs> but it's Minnesota. <laughs> Let's see what happens. All right. Hello, oh, Minnesota. Can you guys, you guys hear me? We can we hear can you hear just you fine. Perfect. Say, so, I uh, got a question on a trailer I bought. I don't now, know wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to know about the ice on the ponds. Right. Oh, it's still it, there. It it's still there. That's it's what I thought. <laughs> it's not. It'll July. be there until at least fishing opener. Got it. <laughs> okay, very good. So you got a trailer. Yep, I just bought right. it. Um, tires are shot on it. They're all wore on the inside. 
I'm changing yeah. uh, brake chambers and uh, S cams and uh, mm -hmm. slack adjusters while I'm doing it all. And mm -hmm. just curious what it could be that's wearing the tires in the inside there. Okay, there's two things that wear inside edge, inside tires. Number one possibility is loose wheel bearings. If they're not properly adjusted, as the axle flexes and bearings wiggle, they cop the inside edge off the tire. The second okay. is if it's Hendrickson's suspension, and if it, it has is. the six in, and if it has the six-inch diameter axle, or the five and a half, or the five and three. Yeah, anything over five. Right. The axle tube is too thin, and when you hit bumps in the road, the axle flexes and it chops the inside edge off. Right. And since 2005, most of the Hendrickson's have had the six-inch. Right. Install. That's the one they sell because it's the lightest weight. Right. Okay. okay, this is a 07 Benson with a Hendrickson kind of stove yep. on it. Yeah, it very probably has the large diameter axle. Now, oh, yeah. to tighten the wheel bearings, we have a specific procedure we recommend. And there's a video on our website that you go to, and it has a chart there that shows you how we like to adjust the bearings. As okay. far as the axle flex is concerned, since you're doing all this work on the trailer anyway... Are you a good welder, or do you know a good welder? I know a very good welder, aluminum and good. steel. Then what you do is you get some inch-and-a-half angle iron, about an eighth of an inch thick, and you put angle iron across the top of the axle, all the way from the backing plate on one brake to the backing plate on the other. So there's going to be a long piece between the suspension and two short pieces outboard of the suspension. Mm -hmm. And you tack weld them on every six to eight inches, and it will stop the flex, and it will prevent the cupping. Okay, so it's a, just an eighth-inch piece, uh, eighth by what? Half-inch, inch-and-a-half angler. Inch-and-a-half, okay. Okay? Okay. Just some light angle iron. It's all it takes to stiffen the axle up. Okay. Well, all right. That sounds good. All right, appreciate it. Not a problem, bud. You have a good day, and drive safe. You too. Thanks. Bye. Cool. We were yep. able to it handle to, that. Guy. It used to just be. It used to just be bearings. Used to be, but that was before 2005. Five. Right. And from, and that axle actually came out in about 2000, but it was five years before we really started getting the complaints. Before we started on it. seeing it. Yeah. And uh, it's a simple solution. Just stiffen the axle up. Yep. Okay. We've got an 812, which is the opposite of 218. So what's the opposite of Minnesota? And that would be? Um, I'm going to go with New Mexico. Indiana. You completely blew that one. Well, Indiana is not the opposite of Minnesota. Well, I know, but that's where the area code is. Right. Is the guy in Indiana? The guy is not in Indiana. It's a small state. He's probably already He's out. already gone. Okay, let's find out. All right. Come on. Push the button. All right. Hello, Indiana. Hello. You know, you I got to tell you, Mike, you you, you had to mention Dallas, and I said, no, no, I had to call you. Okay. That's where I'm at. You're in Dallas. <laughs> God, do I hate that town. <laughs> yeah, hey, tell me about it. I got to stay here the rest of the day on night, too. You know? Oh, man. But, uh, hey, you was talking about telling good jokes. I heard yeah. Tommy Daniels is going to start making the rounds on Comedy Central. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Oh, jokes. oh boy. I suppose it is. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey uh, another reason I called you, when I dialed in, I heard you saying something about Robinson, Illinois. That's where it was. That's not very far from where I live. You got another guy there doing your alignments there? The best one tire in Robinson, Illinois, just got trained this week. It's going to take them a little while to get their truck together and get tooled up and be at it, but they're planning on traveling around the area doing alignments. Traveling? Mm-hmm. Mobile alignment. Okay. I have to get a hold of him to see how far he'll travel. That, I'm, that's probably, up I'm to, going to say I'm probably an hour away from him, probably. Uh, as I understand it, there's two or three best one tire stores in the area, and they're probably talking about sharing the service between several stores. So an hour away might not be a bad... That yeah, doesn't sound like a problem. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, one more quick question. I'm kicking around the idea of getting a truck maybe later on in the spring towards the winter. What, you know, 
I still I still see a lot of these super singles running around, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of on the fence about it. And uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've heard good, bad, and ugly, and I want to know what your take on it is. I wouldn't own them. Yeah, Wait, I no. really appreciate nope. the duels. Nope. Details so, are immaterial. I I just I wouldn't own them. Right. Okay. Can you maybe tell me why? I mean, I, I, I take your word for it, but I'd just like to hear what you what your. Okay. The thing that pushed him over the edge was? <laughs> the advantage <laughs> of a super single is supposed to be that you're saving weight. Right. And you're improving fuel economy. Right. Yes, you do save some weight. If you went from steel rims and dual tires to aluminum rim and a super single, you would save about 100 pounds per wheel position. Right, but who has steel rims? So really what you're doing is you're going from aluminum rims and duals to aluminum rim with super single. And as I understand, you save about 60 pounds per wheel position. 60 pounds, 240 pounds. 240 pounds is what you're going to save on a trailer or 240 on the tractor. Right. So you're going to save about 480 pounds. Between the two, yeah. The low rolling resistance duels today, there are some of them out there that are rated just as good as a super single. So the fuel savings may not necessarily be there. Yeah, not anymore because you can match it with the duels. Right. The second reason I don't like it is that the super single is so sensitive to axle flex and bearings that you wind up having premature damage in them that I can avoid if I have duels. Right. And duels are much more serviceable and available on the road than super singles are. Everybody's used to dealing with duels. Right. So, and if you lose one tire in a dual setup, you don't ruin the rims. You don't ruin the axle. Yeah, you can do have... some things with it. You lose a super single, you've lost the tire, you've lost the rim, and when that big tread comes off, it damages the whole shit pot full of other stuff. Right. So I, I just, yeah, I wouldn't own them. That's just my deal. Well. That all makes sense. Like I say, I mean, I've heard, you know, Rutherford talk about them, and I've heard, you know, lots of things. But, uh, you know, I, again, I'm even though I've been out here over 30 years and I'm still having, asking, I think, a lot of questions like it's my first day, and that was always one thing I wanted to, was curious about, and I wanted to, you know, hear what you had to say about it. So I sure appreciate it, guys. Thank you for your good work. Not a problem. You drive safe, buddy. Bye. Thanks for calling. All right. Okay. And that was Indiana. We've had we've had Nebraska, Kentucky, Minnesota, and Indiana. Right. And the Indiana guy was in Texas. Does that count? In Texas, right. And the okay. Nebraska guy was in North South, South Dakota. Dakota. The Nebraska guy was in uh, that was the Nebraska guy. Yeah. The uh, Minnesota guy was in Indiana. Kentucky guy was on the on the East Coast. Yeah, wherever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've got uh, what's that next one? Three six zero. Which, by the way, I know that one too. You know three sixty? It is Washington. You I used, used to, to have live a there. Three six zero area. He was a he was a Washingtonian. A Washingtonian. I was for a little while. Up by Bellingham. Uh, yeah, between Bellingham and Seattle, yeah. It was Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon. That's yep. where he lived. Okay. Let's see what's going on in Washington. Washington. Hello, Washington. How you doing, guys? We're good. You? Oh, hanging in there. I'm not at home. I'm in Missouri, and it's misery Missouri. here. It's raining like crazy. <laughs> yes, they're getting a lot of rain down there. So, yeah. so you feel like you're at home in Washington, yeah, then? <laughs> well, it's not in the heavy rain. Almost. So what's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I went and saw Chad, and I had some cupping on the outside uh, edge of the passenger steer tire and he okay. changed my steering to the right so it only goes two it actually goes two and about four inches past two so it goes okay. a little bit more than two um, right. at that time I ended up buying some Michelin steer tires low rolling resistance mm-hmm. I've got uh, 72,000 miles on those now, and I, I've noticed cupping on the outside of that right steer tire again. If you have a and chance to go back to Chad, I would go back and ask him to recheck it. Yeah. 
It's okay. still turns. It's just the two two plus turns. Yeah, my my experience is that I need to keep it under two turns. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and I got a second question. Um, I'm kind of wondering how long I can go with this cupping on this one tire. And also, I when I changed the tires, the passenger t- old tire was still good, so I kept that. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if I can use that kind of as a and put that on the right side and, and use that for a little while. Sure, just flip it it's around so that the good so that the good edge is out. Right. In fact, you can flip the tire you got so the good edge is out. Yeah. These are all things to do at. Uh... It's not like you can put the rubber back, so it's if you can see it, it's going to start accelerating. Right, but but at least you could buy some more time out of the tire. Right, right. Um, well, the the uh, let's see here, the old tires were a different size, and I wanted to just kind of run that by you. The new ones are two seventy five eighty twenty two fives, and the old mm-hmm. ones were. Two ninety five seventy five twenty two five. Okay, the only real difference between the only real difference between those two tires is the two ninety five tire is twenty cent millimeters wider than the other tire. They're both the same height. Okay. 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 I wouldn't get excited about that difference between them on a steer. Now you wouldn't want to match those two tires together in a dual wheel position. But on a steer where they're both independent, you can get away with that and buy some time. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Uh, Chad was saying that uh, I need to get some bushings changed and before I get uh, an alignment done, and I wasn't sure if that four that inches past two is, is going to cause that cupping or not. Well, now that I know you need bushings, I'm not sure that that's it. Yeah, the the the, the getting pushed to the right, if if it's out of alignment at all, it it doesn't push the vehicle consistently, especially with warm bushings. Yeah, it'll kind of walk so, back and forth. Yeah, you could that could all that could be what's causing the cupping. And these good. are rear end bushings, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It could be the bushings, but if you go back there. I would ask Chad to double-check that. Now, the way to check it is I would simply jack up the right front tire without the engine on, turn the tire all the way to the right as far as it will go until it hits the stop, and then just barely take it off of the stop with the steering wheel and hold the wheel and have Chad wiggle it. If it feels pretty good to him, then I'm not worried about it. But if it's still a little bit loose because it's turned four inches too far, then I would adjust the steering stop some more so that it doesn't go past two turns. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I got probably got to go by Kansas, go through Kansas City on the way home, so I'll probably stop by and have them take a look at it. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Okay? All right. All right. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Not a problem, bud. You drive safe out there. Good luck. All right. Will do. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Uh. Uh. A Washingtonian. Oh my goodness! Look at all the questions we got. Yeah, we got to raise too. So we're gonna have to hurry we here. Twenty minutes left. Twenty minutes. Um, six five one. Six fifty one. What is that? Tennessee. Minnesota. Minnesota. This is our second Minnesota call. All right. Well, we'll charge them. This may be the last one we take from Minnesota. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Yes. Okay. All right. Hello, Minnesota. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. I am it in Minnesota afternoon. too. You are I'm doing uh, cool. the second most Can you popular see thing. Any? Uh, yeah, I got a lake right across what, the street. What's it, the second most popular ice? thing that you do in Minnesota? No, what a what an owner operator does on a Sunday uh-huh. afternoon. Uh-huh. I'm not driving, so I'm uh-huh. just here working on my truck. Working, working on, on the, the truck. truck. Okay, all right, yeah. very yeah. good. <laughs> so, what's your question? Um, I actually have the same question the guy, the other guy from Minnesota, had. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, I'm going to put new trailer tires on, mm-hmm. and I need to weld them brackets on, yeah. uh, angle iron. Should yep. I just do that on the top side or top and yes. bottom? Only on the top Okay. and all the way across. Now, I've had one guy yep. 
who just did the center section on the top and didn't put the short ones on, and it's still cupped. And then when you put the short ones on, it stopped cupping. Okay? So definitely all the way across. Now, the only thing I've never had anybody try is just do the short sections and not the middle section to see if that worked. Yeah. Well, (laughs) if I would have done that six months ago and flipped my tires on the rims, I might have tried it, but... Going with brand new, and I got the wide singles. I I don't want to take that chance. Just fix the stupid thing. You may as well do it all. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Alrighty. You guys have a good one. You do the same, bud. Bye bye. Yep. Okay. Okay. What's the next one? Six, seven, eight. There is no six, seven, eight. Well, then these people are liars. Georgia. 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 The whole night. I think he's. I think he's in Florida. Okay, I think he's in Georgia. Let's find out. Hello, Georgia. Hey, what's going on, guys? We're just up here causing trouble. How about you? I'm trying to do the same. All right. (laughs) What what, what state are you in? Georgia. You're in Georgia. I was right. I'm so good. What's up, buddy? Um, I had a question on the super singles. Um, okay. When you're putting them on, they have to be at a certain offset. But what is that offset? You want zero. Right. So if they have the two-inch, just turn them all the way around. Yeah, if, if you have a truck that's got the two-inch offsets, you can flip the rim around and change the valve stem so it sticks out the little hole, and you'll change it from a two-inch outset to a one-inch inset, and that'll work. Works just fine. Yep. So when I have them put on, how do I tell them to do it? Just make sure they're zero offset. Make sure you make sure you buy a zero offset rim. If that's what you're doing, get the zero offset rims. Yep. Yeah. Well, I bought a set of rims off of a guy, and uh, I didn't measure them, so I don't know if they are or not. But ah, uh, okay. Well, take a tape measure and stick it in against the center part, and measure out to the outside edge of the rim. And then stick it in the other side and stick it in. And if it's off by three inches, you know it's wrong. Right. Okay? Well, yeah, it is not It is not a zero offset rim. But also marked on the rim, on the flange of the rim, on the same flange that your valve stem would go in, there's a bunch of stamped in marks on it. And it will tell you if it's a zero offset or a two-inch offset rim. Okay. And okay. if it's a two, ask them to install them backwards. Right. Okay. Okay? All right. Cool. Thank you. Very good, buddy. You bet. Have a good day. All right. You too. Okay. Super singles. Georgia was in Georgia. 559 is in. BR 549. 559. Yeah, but 549 is my favorite number. That's Junior Sample's phone number on Hee Haw. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm not even really sure I know what you're talking about, so... (laughs) You ain't old enough. <laughs> All right. That, and this is California. Uh, is it? 559? Five, five, yes. That's California. 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 Not Californication. California. That's another deal. Let's see if he's in California. Is he yes? Because I don't let him out of You there. have to stay in the state. Push the button. Hello, Hello California. California. Hi there. We're good. You? Good, thank you for the great show. I'm in Arizona. I drove all day yesterday to get myself out of California. <laughs> Very yeah, smart of you. <laughs> so what's up? Uh, on my steers, I feel top of the tire going in rough and coming out smooth. Am I thawed out? Yep. Yes. Is uh, it both, both tires? steer tires or just one? Both sides. Then you're yes, towed out. you are towed out. You need to correct that. How I convince my mechanic who doesn't uh, believe in the rolling tow thing, I tried to explain him last time. Yeah. The truck the has... A... <laughs> okay. Put him on the phone with us. Yeah. Or go <laughs> sure. to one of the people on our list. <laughs> I, g- I give yeah, you a phone might... number. He can call... During the day, and talk to us in the office, okay? Yep. You ready? Okay. Yeah. 515 
five four nine nine. I see. And he'll get Kevin uh, on the phone, and and Kevin can talk to him. I can talk him through anything. Okay. But you, you could also go to thinking, our website. We got people in California, Arizona, and everywhere. Does he have his own alignment equipment that he uses? No, he's a old school guy. He doesn't uh, he just good. do it by the by the measurement? But that's he good. Lifts good. the 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 front axle, and yep. the truck has uh, nine hundred fifty thousand miles with the uh, factory kingpins, and I was assuming there might be a. Uh, some play in there, and he's not calculating that when he lifts up the the steers. Yeah, that's okay. He, he, have him call us. We'll talk to him. We can tell him how to do it very easy, and he can jack it up and measure it his way, and then he can set it down and roll it forward and measure it our way, and he can see the difference. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Sounds you have good. a great Thanks day, so buddy. Much. All right. You bye-bye. Too. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye. Californian that they let out. He snuck out. He snuck out. They don't let you out. You have to sneak out. You can, uh, you're not going to be able to take I-8 and just drive. No, right you on have out. to take the back roads. You have to take the back through and the desert. Through the desert, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they won't let you out. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Kentucky is back. Is he back? He is back. Well, let's see if he's got a question that we need to answer. Alrighty. Let's. Uh, this is Kentucky. Hello, Kentucky. Do Sorry, you have guys. another question? Yes, I do, actually. The one I forgot to ask, because I got tied up uh, laughing with you guys. When I bring uh-huh. that new truck out to you guys, will you all let me get my hands dirty with you and show me how to do it? Oh, of sure. course. In fact, we'll make you do it, and we'll watch. Right. I train people okay. all the time. And then we'll charge okay. you for watching. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't mind paying for the service, because you show me how to do it, then I can do it myself from now on. Not and a problem. Glad to do it. it. You bet you, buddy. Okay, thanks, guys. All right. Bye-bye. All right, that's a standing offer to anybody who wants to come out here. We'll be glad to point out how you do it. You do it, and we charge you for it. Right. Some shops won't want you to sit in the lounge all the time. I don't. Uh, we don't have a lounge. We don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to ask for your assistance all the time. Yeah, okay, come here, over here. Hold this. Lean down. Hold this wrench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, why don't you crawl underneath, and I'll stand here. <laughs> I'm tired of doing this. Right. <laughs> okay. We got another one. 917. 917. I think that is... Jamaica. Misery. No, it's New York. New York. Well, that's misery. <laughs> it's like misery. <laughs> okay. Hello. Is he in New York? Push the button. He's in Florida. Yeah. Push the button. Hello. Hello, New Hello, York. Hello, New Yorker in Florida. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You betcha. Hey, Mike. Are you, you going to be in the Orlando area? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, are you guys uh, any, uh, Are you going to be in the Orlando area In any, any near future No no. But we got Nova guy down there Yeah we got a really yeah, well, good guy in Ocala I know that, Well that's what we're, we're at our wit's end With trying to get the truck handled We did the kingpin Had the alignment done um, yeah. Adjust the steering box on it But the truck is still wandering uh-huh. uh, we, we set the tow back in And we just need to know uh, what we need to change on this to fix this. That's, that's where we're at. Okay. Well, you know. it's going to take some hands-on. And like you said, I, I can't go there. Uh, I assume you have been working with Martine on this? Yeah. That is correct, yes. Okay. Um, if you and Martine get together and, and when Martine's got it in his hands, if he wants to call me and talk to me, I'd be glad to give him some suggestions. Right. And we can we can also discuss what uh, what grade and how much TNT you could use to really fix the problem. Yeah, half a stick of dynamite in a fuel <laughs> tank always works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Well, I'll 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 communicate with him and uh, we'll get both from there. Thank you. You betcha. Bye bye. Right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Uh, that's okay. frustrating. Yeah, but sometimes that's what happens. I had I've had trucks. The first time I ever did a twin steer. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was in Mason City, which uh-huh. is what. Uh, an hour and a half north of here? Right, long drive. And and I had to go back and forth on that thing, up and down, back up to there, back down, back up to there, back down, like three weeks right. before I finally got it fixed. It was a pain. But now that I know how to do them, they're easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So la- last one. Last, we, last one. Okay, 404. Got, it's familiar. Yes, it is. But I don't know it. I know what it is. 
Yeah, I know what it is. I don't know it. We had a call from this state already. Oh, we've had a number of different states. Georgia. Georgia. So you had another Georgia. Georgia. All right. Well, uh, is he in Georgia? The last yes. one was in Georgia. Yes, they're in Georgia. Both of our Georgians Yes, they are. are they stay Georgia. home. All right. Well, I'll buy that. Okay. Hello, Hello Georgia. Hello, Georgia. Hello. Uh, no, I'm not in Georgia right now, but you're right. I'm from Georgia. Son I'm of in, a gun. Uh, but, but I'm in Missouri right now. In Missouri. Well, hey, wait a minute. The guy from Washington's in Missouri. Missouri. You, you two ought to get together and compare notes. All right. Don't, okay. Well, don't. I'm... I'm, I'll, I'll be in Kingdom City in a few minutes. <laughs> okay, very good. There you go. You'll be in Kansas City. Well, hell yeah. So what's up? There you go. Um, listen, I leased a trailer from my company. I've leased two of them from them, um, and they've both been Hyundai trailers. And Hyundai. They must have the cheapest old Hyundai, okay, and they must have the cheapest yeah. old suspension under them that you can put under them because the tires wear terrible. Now, mm-hmm. they replace the tires when they wear bad, so it's not that big a deal. The question I have for you, instead of paying this $700 a month lease, I'm thinking about buying a trailer, and mm-hmm. I don't want to buy one of these cheap suspension trailers. Am I better to go with a Great Dane trailer, Wabash, or a utility? Who puts a better suspension under their trailers? They all put the suspension underneath it that you ask for. Right. So you do not want the Hendrickson with the large diameter axle. It's the most popular, but it is it's going to wear it's out. It's the tires, cheapest like and saying. lightest weight suspension out there. Right. And the okay. new one that is out now that also has the large diameter is Holland is bringing out a large diameter. I don't like that one either. Right. So if you can get the narrow diameter Holland. So so the what you really look for is you want an air ride suspension, mm-hmm. but you want a five okay. inch diameter axle. I don't care what brand it is, but you want a five-inch diameter axle. Now, I know a lot A lot of these companies are going to uh, Spring Ride. Some are going back to Spring Ride, right? But Spring Ride is a rougher ride. It transfers all the way into the cab of the truck. Uh, it's harder yeah. on the cargo. Okay. Uh, it is cheaper, and it is lighter weight, but you have the other issues with it. You do have issues. So okay. I literally need to get, un- get under it and measure the axle to see if it's Five inches across. Cor- uh, no, yes, a no, diameter. Diameter. That's right. The, yeah, the diameter is five inches. I mean, yep. I mean, if I pull the wheels off, I could measure it that way. What's the best way to measure? No, it? you got to get under the truck. You got to get under the truck. That's what right, I thought. Like with, uh, yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. And once Almost you go like a caliper and see if it's five inches. Yeah, the yes. make it a lot easier. Once you go underneath and you look at a couple of the six-inch axles, you could walk down the line and look. No, that's a six. That's a six. Oh, that's a thin one. Let me go. Yeah, that's a five-inch axle. Right, and we say thin, we actually mean it's thicker. It's thicker in sidewall, but it's it's narrower in its overall diameter. Right. How about that? That's a narrow axle, that's a sturdy axle. That's a wide axle, that's not a sturdy axle. How about oh, that? So a wide one is not as sturdy. Okay, okay. So I need what to find if, so if I if I find any trailer with a five inch axle I I'm I'm a hallways a whole lot better? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Now what they did was they took the standard 5-inch axle, which is a piece of pipe, and the wall thickness of the pipe was 5 eighths of an inch thick. They made the okay. pipe 6 inches in diameter, but they narrowed the wall down to 3 eighths of an inch thick. So the, the axle is actually 15 pounds lighter, even though it's a bigger right. in diameter. And when you hit right. bumps in the road... That thinner wall flexes and it chops up the tires. Right. I don't know under what engineering principle it was that the wider axle was going to end up supporting the load just as well as the narrow axle. Well, it still the, rates to carry 20,000 pounds. I, I don't know why that pans out that way. Well, it's just because it does. <laughs> but either way, it, uh, it, it's chewing up tires. Yes, it is. Okay? It definitely chews up tires. Okay. I appreciate it. I guess I'll just – can you – Buy these new trailers and request the five-inch axle? Yes. You specify that you want a suspension with a five-inch axle tube. And they'll look through things and find one that will fit it. Sounds great. I appreciate your help, guys. Thank you so much. All right. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank you. Have a good evening. All right. Bye. (laughs) All right. We got one more to call in. We do. It's 940. And that is? Misery. Texas. It's Texas. We back in Texas. Tejas. Tejas. Is he in Texas? Yes. Yes, he is Not in Texas. Not because they locked him in, but because it's so it's big, so big he, can't he can't get, get out, out of it. in one day. That's right. All right. 
Hello, Texas. You realize we'll be together in eight years in May? Is that right? I thought it was ten. <laughs> Are we? Hello, Texas. Are you there? I think they hit the button accidentally. It could be. Are you there? Nobody's there. Yeah, they're not. They're not actually. They were having another conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, folks, it has been a fun hour. Oh, there's another one in there. We got four minutes. We got four minutes. Let's talk to the guy. Five seven one. Five seventy one. There is no five seventy one. Oh yeah, there is Virginia. 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 There's another one below that too. Let's hurry through this. All right. Well, let's hurry up then. Hello, Virginia. Come on. Say hi. Hello. How you doing? Long, good. You? Long time listener, first time caller. How you doing? Yeah, I'm going to work. Uh, I had a question. I got a new, uh, yeah, I got a new glider kit, and it's uh, I'm getting heel toe wear like in uh, ten thousand miles on my drives. I don't know. Maybe it's the uh, lug tires doing it, or what can I do? Just stop mashing on the gas, or what? Stop mashing on the gas and stop mashing on the brakes because heel and toe wear is a product of engine torque and brake application. Right. So how much horsepower do you have in this pig? It's a, a 550 cat. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Tearing up your tires. Do you realize? I heard you mention. I'm sorry. That's all right. Do you realize? I heard that you mention. Had, I heard you. Okay, I'm going to say one thing. You heard you mention. I heard, heard you mention get a rib tire next time. Maybe it won't do that. Is that correct? It won't. Like a, yeah, rib tire pre- won't do that. No, it just disappears okay. quicker. Now, do you okay. realize that when we had 350 horsepower Cummins engines in our trucks, we had exactly the same size footprint under the tire as we have now with 550 horsepower trucks? Now right. they had to make the they had to make the clutches heavier, they had to make the transmissions heavier, they had to make the drive shafts and everything else heavier, but we're using the same tires. Right. So you're torquing the tire and creating a heel and toe pattern. Right. If you right. could add okay. another drive axle, you wouldn't see as much. Yeah, if we okay. put a third drive axle on it. Right. That's a good idea. I don't think I need a third though. But anyway, one other question. <laughs> uh, okay. I thought about getting this. I thought about getting this thing aligned after the suspension settled in a little bit, but uh, it seems to be riding really straight and the wheels straight, and there's no feather wear on the tires. So I guess I can just leave it alone for now, right? Uh, yes. As long as you got no feathered wear on the steers, you don't need an alignment. Right. You can go right, ahead and right. pay attention to the wear rate. Yeah, between the two steers. Right. Yeah, if you and if you want to the tread depth them. The steers. Yeah. So if you keep dipping your tires and just pay attention as long as they stay pretty close to even. And what you're shooting for now, you're a line haul truck, right? Yeah, yeah, a fuel hauler, yeah. Local oh, a fuel hauler. Fuel hauler. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing a lot of stop and starting and delivering then, right? Well, mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm more regional, but then local. But yeah, I do. I would say yes. So is a typical haul for you 200 miles or more? Uh, it varies. I mean, some days I do, uh, it is, and other days I'm, you know, going 20 miles and 30 miles and stopping. Okay. The more stopping and starting you're doing, the worse the heel and toe is going to be. First. And the more local running you're doing, the less life you'll get out of your steer tires because you're turning more. Right. Okay? Right. Now, a pure line haul truck... On the steer tires, we would expect 15,000 miles for every 30 second of tread you wear off. Okay? Right. But the more turning you do, you may get down to 10,000 miles or 9,000 or 8,000 for each 30 second. Right. Right. Okay. You might end up with a little more inside edge wear depending on. Yeah, so you you just got to watch that and see what you're getting. All righty? All right, thanks a lot. Great show. Love listening. Thank Have you, a good night. You bet. Bye-bye. Is that a 256 up there? 256, yes. That's Alabama. Alabama. That's so Alabama. Two Georgias and an Alabama. 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 I heard a song about that. Hello, Alabama. You got 30 seconds. Hello, Alabama. <laughs> I am in Missouri as well. Oh, three of you in three Missouri. Let's hold a convention. Yes. Crisscrossing the state. Quick, quick question. Yep. The alignment equipment that y'all have in sale, mm-hmm. uh, is it expensive for a one truck and trailer operation, or it wouldn't be 
financially not, feasible as yeah. far as in the long run. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't buy it for one truck. I wouldn't buy it for five trucks. What I oh, would do okay. if I was you and you wanted to do your own work, we sell a book called The Common Man's Guide to Wheel Alignment. Right. And it will teach mm-hmm. you how to use string, tape measures, and duct tape, and you can align your own truck if you want to do it yourself. All right. even has instructions for building sort of equipment. Wow. And it's, it's uh, what's the book called now? The Common Man's Guide to Wheel Alignment. It costs $500. Okay. No, it's 30 bucks. And if you go to our website, mdaligned.com, you can find it on the website. You can order it and pay through it through PayPal, and we'll just ship it to you. Yep. You can even get it online or in an electronic form. Yeah, you you can get the electronic form or printed, whichever one. Okay? Okay, and y'all have videos, too, to watch also. Is that correct? Yes, on the website, and there's a video on there that shows you how to do string and tape measure alignment. Awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Great show. Thanks for taking time. You're welcome, buddy. You have a great day. Thanks for calling. Y'all, too. Thank you. Bye. All right. Okay, folks, we got through a whole show without anybody throwing any eggs at us. No eggs. No rotten tomatoes. No tomatoes. It's been fun. You all have yourselves a good week. We will try this again next Sunday night. Right. And if you want an alignment, obviously we're here. We've got all sorts. We've got ourselves. We've got all sorts of people all across the country. Just go to our website and go to the the shop shop locator. locator. If you want to buy, as we just said with the last caller, we've got books. We've got videos. We've got all sorts of resources for you. And look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.